Hello, welcome to Rise of Guido's journey home. Nathan the Dungeon Master Darby, and joining me as always are Zoe playing Sevia, Emily playing Beatrice, Laura playing Connie, and Johanna playing Paul. Let's jump into it. So, where we last left off, the party ventured into the Gears of Hate. Um, and after, after some, some struggle to all get back together, after some nonsense, uh, they all converged in the control room where they worked out there was a way that they could have um, everyone bar Conrad and Artis converge in the center room um, while Conrad controlled the panels uh, so that once they got back to the center, they could just casually go through. And, um, and Conrad and Artis would just walk with Spider Climb on the outside of the, the rooms until they could get back in. Uh, a slight hitch in this plan occurred when uh, they discovered poison had come through into the, the room, which also fueled the uh, now uh, conscious shambling mounds of uh, rotting foliage in the room. So the party are dealing both with poisonous gas and giant living shrubs. Sevia is currently unconscious and engulfed by one of them. And we return to the party at the top of the round, which is Dragonbait. So Dragonbait is going to... Uh, Dragonbait is... What, what condition is this Shambling Mound in? Yeah, so he, Dragonbait is going to... He's going to attempt to pull you out. Going to use his action to attempt to pull you out, Sevia. Um, so it is an opposed... Opposed strength roll. Him versus... Actually, no, there is a DC for this Shambling Mound, I believe. Um, so he will make a strength check. I don't think he has athletics. Oh, he does have proficiency in athletics. Brilliant. Uh, but even so, uh, no, he doesn't get a choice uh, for, for for this one because he's not escaping the grapple himself. But yeah, no, he has plus five. The DC for the Shambling Mound is uh, 14. So I have to get nine or higher. It's very much doable. That's a natural 20. Uh, you know what? For that natural 20, I'm going to give him an attack against the Shambling Mound with his other hand as he... Uh, just a shield, just an improvised weapon shield bash, um, because his sword hand he's using to pull you out. But Sevia is out, um, and on the other side of Dragonbait now, and Dragonbait is just going to get, uh, just an improvised weapon shield bash against the Shambling Mound. That's going to hit, so... D4 plus uh, two bludgeoning damage. So that's five bludgeoning damage against the mount. And it is Conrad's turn from outside the rooms. 
Excellent. Um, so Conrad has made his way down the doorway, doorway, uh, like, yep. like the hallway, I guess. At this point, he's just like facing like the um, it's like the closed um, uh, gear. I think at that point. Yes. 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 Uh, yep. Uh, I think there's like a little like gap there, so I guess he'll just like jump and like. So he's gonna try and jump over yep. the little gap and then. Uh, grab onto the, the wall. Yep. You don't need to make a tr- uh, check because like it's close enough um, and cool. you have sufficient strength for that to work. Excellent. Um, and, and you have spider climb still active. So. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So my muscles ripple yes. as I um, <laughs> expertly jump onto yeah. the wall. Um, and you know that to uh, that the quickest, the closest entrance based on the diagrams that you saw is the is the northern, the most northern point of this penta- uh, pentagon. Excellent. So he's going to start moving his way towards the north. Okay. Um, Which, a certain distance. I'm so not that's, sure that's, get him. that would probably be 30 feet to get you to the point. Um, yeah. And which would also be, so that's your movement. You also yeah. have your, uh, you can also action dash and bonus action dash as well, if you would like. Yeah, um, he'll do that. You... Oh, you need you need to go along to yeah you need to go around to the the top of the second one so you can see so um, I can get to there by that point uh, so one two three four five six I'm very map blind one two three four five so you can basically get to the point where you'd be ready to jump from one pentagon room to the next to the next one you can also. You can also Roughly place him. Yeah, you can also see from where you are. Uh, yeah, I'll fix up his positioning there. Oh, perfect. So to be yeah. there um, cool. to make the jump easier. You can see the outside of a little uh, trapezoidal room that, okay. that has little bits of uh, green fog emanating out of it. Hmm, so I guess I mean, that, that's all of his actions and movements. Yeah. So you kind can, of like... You can roll me an intelligence check if you have um, proficiency in something like poisoner's tools or an alchemist kit. I'll give you um, your proficiency to it as well, but... No, I don't. Okay, so yeah. just just straight up intelligence check. Uh, so, seven t- uh, so intelligence, oh, yes. dirty 20. Dirty 20. Okay, so this that, that smog looks probably poisonous. And knowing, mm-hmm. knowing the... And it's... Actually, from where you can see, it is feeding into the room. Okay. Um, so, Kara looks concerned. Um, does, can I see where the poison's coming from, or is it just, it just so in it's the room? coming? It's coming from that trapezoidal room to the north okay. of, of the of the pentagonal room. So okay. So he so he pretty much like looks down to where he can see it's going to that room, and then looks over at the um yeah in the distance. Um. And then kind of like nods, and then he's like, um, Artis, we better hurry up. I think they're in trouble. Right. Um, I think I know what Artis will do on his turn, but it is not his turn yet. Um, it is Sevia's turn. So, Sevia, you are still unconscious, so make me a death saving throw. Um, and I would like to use one of my DM inspirations to make it an of advantage. Of course, of course. Please. Let's let's hope you get that uh, that crit. And that's an eight and a four. <laughs> oh, so that is one failure. <laughs> yep. 
<laughs> well, okay. well, okay, Beatrice, it is your go. Beatrice, seeing Sevia down, is going to run across to Sevia and um, cast Cure Wounds at a second level. Okay, so that is 2d8 plus your wisdom. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's good. Mm. 16 points 16. of healing. Okay, nice. So. So she just sort of reaches down, touches Sevier, and just woof. It's a little bit of uh, energy into her. All right. Sevier takes in a huge gulp of air that is poisonous. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah, should oh. I actually have made a con save at the start of my uh, turn? Yes, it doesn't really matter because all it would have done is deal, deal damage and it would have, because you're unconscious, it would just would have given you a death save, like failure. Okay. So it only would have mattered if you had crit failed that first death save. Um, but Beatrice, okay. roll me the constitution save and I'll roll for Dragon Bait as well. Dragon Bait's a Ooh. natural 20. Um... Uh, it's a 22. 22, that is a success, but that's still half damage you take. So I'll roll the same set of dice for both you and uh, Dragonbait. Um, so you both succeeded, so you both take um, 19 halved to 9 points of poison damage. Oops. All right. And unless there's anything that you can do with your bonus action, um, then fall is next. I am just as my bonus action for this round. I'm going to take a look at the one that uh, ate Sevia, and I'm going to designate that as my Slayer's Prey. Okay. For the next time. All right. Sounds good. Okay, Fall. Okay, Fall is like very relieved to see Dragonbait having gotten Sevia out of here, Uh, but he's still very concerned, so he's going to yell at her, um, yell towards her. Sevia, you will be okay. Okay. And just um, roll me a Constitution saving throw as the poison enters your lungs as you are speaking. Indeed. Not one. <laughs> okay, so you take full damage. Fortunately, there is no uh, additional effect for yeah, yeah. That one. I guess because like they're so like they'd be so like anxious, yes. even yes. though they're confident. They're breathing more heavily. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so that is eight, um, that is that is a nice round twenty points of poison damage. Um, Paul kind of like stumbles on their legs a little bit as this happens, but um, they give uh, Sevia a divine restoration, so they're going to get one d six plus. She's going to get one d six plus three healing, so that's for seven um, healing. And 
and then Fall is going to run towards her, taking the attacks of opportunity. Okay, so it's just the one attack. Taking one attack of opportunity. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's a. I think that's. I just need to double check its bonus, but that is a thirteen to hit. That misses. All right. Okay. And so then Fall will uh, drop to his knees beside her. I quickly just like look her over to see that she's still breathing and then um uh, with one hand on his lyre and one hand on her shoulder he's going to cast protection from poison okay which yeah that's going to give her advantage on saving throws against being poison and resistance to poison damage nice now does that have baby does that have some sort of oh this is this is from the loot so it's from the lyre yeah yeah yeah. And that'll be for the next hour. Yeah. Okay. Um, so let me double check. Is that is that uh, you neutralize a poison if more than one effect for the duration? The target has advantage on saving throws and against mm. being poisoned, and advantage uh, and resistance, resistance to poison damage. So it's not going to completely neutralize it. It'll lower less the damage. Yes. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, artists is going to um, do something probably a little different. Um, so, uh, so he is going to, what, what is the, so he is going to, he, he knows the rough layout of this. So he is going to use the property of um, of his dagger to cast a dimension door. Um, so he is just going to show up um, here at the entryway between the the poison and the the thing. Um, and you, you, Birdie, see the flash as he, he uh, the flash of uh, cold blue-white light as, uh, actually, no, it would be, it would be a deeper blue, a warmer blue, because this is from the dagger. Um, he does okay. enter the poison, so he does, uh, that's a, that's a really low roll, so he does take full poison damage here. So that's 18 points of poison damage that he takes. Um, and then that is his turn. But next turn he'll actually... And he's going to get out of the way just so you can make your way in on your next turn, Conrad. Um, the Shambling Mounds. Okay, so this first one is going to uh, make... It's attacks against... Well, Dragon Bait's right there. Um, so, two slam attacks. So, first one is going to hit. Um, uh, so, that is going to be... Uh, that's cocked. That is... Uh, so, 14... 16, 17, 18 points of bludgeoning damage on the first. Um, and then the second attack is also going to hit. 
So that is 16 more points of bludgeoning. And dragon bait is engulfed. Um, so, uh, so a reminder, golf target is blinded and restrained, unable to breathe, must succeed on saving throw at the start of each of the turns or take bludgeoning damage. Uh, if the mound moves, the engulfed target moves with it. Mound can only have one creature engulfed at a time. Um, all right. And the second one is going to go for, well, you're the closest. Plus it was, it was in range of you last time. So, so the first attack is a nat 20. Ooh, yes, that hits. Um, so that is... So, how does this math work? Um, so... Um, so 16, so 27 points of bludgeoning damage. I'm down. Oh. Um, and then the second attack has advantage because you're prone. And if it hits, it's an auto crit. And but I rolled two nat ones. <laughs> Even unconscious, force is like no, <laughs> no. <laughs> he rolls so badly. It it was doing them in quick succession and had to and and was aiming both at a standing target. Um. <laughs> all right. Uh, dragon bait. Um, what exactly does restrained mean for him? Can he attack from? Uh, hmm. Can he attack from the inside? After he takes his bludgeoning and poison damage. Yeah. Uh, is that? Is the bludgeoning at the start of? Bludgeoning is at the start of the mound's turn, so he only has to save for the poison at this point, which he does. So half damage. Uh, so this good thing he saved because this is pretty decent. So sixteen, so twenty-two, so eleven points. Um, so seventy-two. Uh, restrained uh, creature speed becomes zero. Can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. Attack ro- rolls uh, disadvantage and. Disadvantage on dexterity saves. Um, he's gonna try to get out. Pro- Actually, hmm, hmm. Yeah, no, he's gonna try to get out. Um, so this is an athletics check. Yep, that that beats the DC. So you see, Dragon Bait after immediately being engulfed, immediately just kind of working his way out. Um. And that's his go. Uh, Conrad. So you could very easily with your bonus, with your, with your standard movement, jump across and get to that entry and. Excellent. And um, previously, did you say that I I could see where the poison was coming from possibly as well? So that, that top room. Mm. So there is, there is a room. um, Should I open and he's kind of like weighing this up because he's like, can I get there and shut the poison off? 
or will that take longer than however long these guys have to survive in there? Uh, is what he's pondering, I suppose. Yeah, roll, roll me a, I guess, roll me an intelligence check. All right. Oh, okay. This may dictate either way what I do. Um, that's a, that's an eight. An eight. Yeah. I mean, it might be possible to to stuff up the gas somehow. All right, that's what he's going to be doing then, I suppose. Um, so he's going to make his way to where the poison is going in, I suppose, right. to see if he can shut that off. So yeah, you could, I don't know. yeah. So you could cool. get, you can see that there are so thick, so thick green gas billows out of a skull-shaped nozzle set into the walls of this cramped room. A rotting corpse is clad in studded leather armour, and it lies on the floor, mouth open and hands grasping its throat. Wrapped around one of its arms is a yellow band. So the poison mm. does seem to be coming from these nozzles. From the nozzles. Yes. Um, let's just have a look. What have I got in my inventory? Um, is there anything I can, like, shove, like, just block them with? Um, uh... I don't know what's in your in- inventory, but there is a I, there is a yellow band on the uh the, oh, the skeleton. Yeah, yeah, the person. <laughs> yeah. I loot the rotting skeleton and see if I can block off the pipes with that. Okay. Uh, yeah, you do. Something or, yeah, I do that. No? Yes. Uh, it doesn't take much to just kind of like stuff try to like some... pinch his hand. Yeah. <laughs> pinch his um, nose. I will say make make yeah. the constitution save. Um uh, don't make it. That is a um a five. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I rolled pretty poorly, though. So, uh, 13 points of poison damage. All right, cool. So, he's just, like, coughing and spluttering while he's doing this, but he's trying his... This is what he has in the moment. Yeah. Whether that's intelligent or not, decided that this is the best way to, um... The most logical thing to do. Well, there's no... Save everyone. There's no more poison coming out. Um... And the poison that's in the rooms is slowly dissipating. How long that will take, who's to say? But yeah. if it does Excellent. dissipate... I imagine that's, that's my full move, so... Yeah. If yeah. it does manage to dissipate, maybe this will be a safe enough room once those weird shrubs that you can see as well that are attacking the party, um, once they're downed, this might be a safe-ish room to take a short rest in. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, Conrad spends that turn... Yeah, frantically, like, I'm trying to plug little pipes. Yeah. And then he's going to, like, whip around and, like, see what the others are doing. And that's where his six seconds finish. Okay. Uh, Sevia, your turn. There are two shambling mounds active. Artis and Conrad have basically joined the fray. Um, and Fall is down. Yep. I'm going to make my con save right off the bat, and that's yep. a natural 20. Nice. Nice. Uh, 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 against the poison. So, oh, God. You, you're lucky um, because this is, this is some bad... My this is some high damage. Death save. Yeah. Uh, so 12, uh, 13, 14. So 21 halved to 10. <gasps> oh, You would have, yeah, you would have been down to like two if you had failed. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, and what are you doing with your action so, and bonus action? Well, 
Uh, one shambling ooh. mound is looking really shaky, particularly the one that is right above Fall. Right. But Fall is like unconscious, like right next. Oh, 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 oh fuck. Ha! What would I do? Don't forget Beatrice is also standing right next to both Sevier and Fall. Yes. Okay. Um... Do I do? Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So Sevia has passed out. She's been pulled from a bush. She is awoken to Fall's beautiful face, only to see Fall get punched by a shrub and fall to the ground. There's poison everywhere. There's a lot going on. So she is going to look up at these big old shrubs that are just making everyone have a bad day. And she's going to say, get out. And that's going to be a third uh, base level fireball. Okay. So I'm assuming you're putting that in a spot that's not going to get Artis and Conrad in the radius and just use your yes. spell sculpting to avoid the four around, like yourself and the three around you. I hope the poison's not flammable also. Yes, of course. I mean, see, you you haven't seen this, Conrad, but Sevia has already four? used the fireball in this room. So... Six, twelve. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, I should roll saves for them. Nope. Nope. <laughs> they both fail. One, six, 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 twelve, three, six, six. Thirty-two. Okay. So they're... Points of damage. Uh, wait a second. Um... They are resistant to fire, though. But, uh, so that is... Not mine. That's right. You are elemental adept. They're not resistant to my fire. Yeah. Yeah. So they're both still standing, um, but the one that took downfall is really shaky. Um, And the other one is now somewhat shaky. My bonus action is I don't have one, so instead I uh, use my tiny little body to protect Fall. Okay. Uh, is I, uh, yeah, I like pull them closer and then like get nearer to the shrub, and I'm just like, no. Okay. That's uh, my bonus action. Fall, roll me a death saving throw, please. Okay. Also, mark one off as the poison kind of goes into your system. Ah, yes. Um, is it ten a pause? Ten just passes. (laughs) Okay, cool. So you're on one success, one failure. Alright. Um, that is your go. It is Artis's turn. Um, Artis is going to, uh, you all... Or actually, no. Uh, uh, yeah, no. Conrad would probably be the only one who sees this. Uh, a f- um, ice 
starts to surround the ring on um, Artis's hand and spurt up into this massive, large-sized fist as it as it rises up from the hand and just pummels into um, into the the shaky shambling mound that is threatening only fall. And that's a nat 20 <laughs> from Big B's hand. Hell yeah. Um, so, this is Big B's hand, but ice. Um, so, it deals bludgeoning instead of force damage. Uh, and... It's made of ice, so clench fist. 48 force uh, 48 bludgeoning damage. Um fist, so um yeah, so yeah. Okay, four forty-eight plus the the four four times eight, so sixteen thirty-two. Uh and I rolled three sevens and a six. Uh, that is more than enough. Like, this shambling mound just basically quick freeze-dries and shatters as this frozen fist, uh... pummels into it. Um... And it is one more sham... the, the remaining shambling mounds go. And it is going to attack... Uh, just quickly, you skipped Beatrice. Did I? Beatrice oh, is in yes. between Savior and Fall. That's right. Okay. Uh, we will we will move that back then, um, because he might. So what, what would? So what's Beatrice doing? Beatrice would attack the one that it attacked for. Okay. Well, I yeah, I'll redirect that attack to the one. The other one. The other one. So, because. Probably will deal enough damage. Yeah, because that's a 27 to hit. Yeah, that would definitely hit. And then. What is that? That's a. And I've got the Slayer's Prey hat Although, is anybody else. Nobody else is no, engaged with it at on, the moment, only, so I don't get. Only Fall is within. Only follows within that, um, that, that five foot of it. And fall is unconscious. Yes. So that's fine. Yeah, that's not too bad. Seventeen. Seventeen. That, that would have been, that would have been enough to take it out. So that cool. so your your first arrow takes it out. Um, just what is what are you doing with your second arrow? Um, I forget to do con save too. Ah yes, oh, yeah. con save against poison. Eighteen. Eighteen, and I think I forgot to do artists, so I'll use the same damage roll for both. Eighteen is a success. Uh, five is not for artists. 
Uh, so that is 19 points for him, halved to uh, 9 for you. 9 for me. Okay. Um. Yeah. Alright, to hit the other one. That's uh That's a twenty-seven. Twenty-seven definitely hits. Nine points of piercing damage. For okay. That one. Nine points of piercing damage. Okay. Uh, so, um, and I'll reuse Artis' stuff from before. It is, uh, no, it's not cold, it's, it's bludgeoning damage. So yeah, so yeah, as described before, the, the hand comes up from the ring. This giant fist of ice rises up and pummels into the, um, the shambling mound, shattering it into a, a thousand million time, tiny frozen pieces. We are, we're out of initiative now? You are out of initiative. Although Beatrice. there is still poison in the air. Because um, so. Beatrice will bend down and cast Cure Wounds second level again. Okay. At full this All time. Right. Uh, uh, Shh. She's going to have a hard time finding a spot because Sevia is also doing that at uh, <laughs> fourth level. Well, Sevia can do it then. Okay. No, we can both do it. Make Fall the strong boy. <laughs> uh, 13 points from Sevia. Excellent. Gosh, yeah, I guess like Fall just kind of like jolt a bit and come to and just be like, ow. And 11 points from Beatrice as she sort of just taps full on the head. Alright. So, uh, just before anything else goes on, you are still in a room that is, there is still some poison in here. It is dissipating. Everyone uh, roll me a check. 16. 16 is enough. You will take half. Uh, Artist is a success. Dragon Bait is a success. And Beatrice will say, I think we should get out of here. ASAP. Cough, cough. Yeah. Uh, Savior? 17. 17. Paul? Uh, Nat 20. Nat 20. And Conrad? I don't believe I'm in this room yet. I haven't no, had the chance to the do poison, that yet. No, but the poison is drifting between the two rooms. Oh, okay. I'm yeah. in the room where it shut, where I shut it, them off. Okay. It's it's shut off, but it's still then in the room. In that okay. case, if that's the um, case. So, uh, 17 points of poison damage to Conrad, and then 8 to everyone else. Um, and, yeah, so you go to the next room and no longer have to deal with the poison. And you do see that it does dissipate over the course of a minute and the rooms are 
after that point completely safe. Oh, I'm fine. Um, yes, let's uh, let's get going, everyone. Uh, <clears throat> are you are you sure? You're good. We can sit. That might that might be the best. Yes. Um. Yeah. Um. is like, she's just death gripping false hand. She's like, are you are you sure you're okay? Yes, I think so. A little bit beat up there. Oh God! I I I thought I didn't know. You know, if you were still alive and everything, then. Oh, here I am. <laughs> he pulls her into like a hug. <laughs> so kind of like rather weak. Um, you know what? I think I really don't like plants anymore. I am, um, hmm, if we ever, like, decide to, like, get a plant together or something, let's get something, like, that looks as little like that as possible. I got some bad memories. Yes, no, future plant adoption will stray far from mounds of vines and leaves. <laughs> Maybe you should get cactus. And Beatrice just wanders past. Hmm. Oh, you could yes. hear us. Oh. <laughs> just moving everyone oh, into Paul the room. just, like, takes a moment and then, like, remembers that, like, oh, they're not supposed to be super open about it. So he just, like, goes, like, a little bit back from Sevier in the hug. All right. <laughs> so. This third and final uh, cog. Five teak wardrobes stand against the ironclad walls of this chamber, each with a door bearing a carved image or scene. Puddles of gray slime cover parts of the floor. The room has two exits, including an adamantine portcullis blocking a passage to the north. Set into a metal plate above the portcullis is a row of five red crystals shaped like drops of blood. But for now, nothing appears to be occurring. And this is probably an ideal place to get some form of rest. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Beatrice will sort of turn to everybody going, I don't know about anybody else and looks very pointedly at Sevia and Fall. But I need a bit of a rest before we continue. Yes, might be um, advisable. Yes, I'm, I'm sure I could still keep going, but um, no, I think it's probably best the group does best. Dragonbait looks at you and pocks an eye up sceptically. <laughs> My 16 hit points. <laughs> mm. um, yes, so just right down here is okay. 
just not in the slime and we should be fine. Wonderful. All right. Flops down, not in the slime. As does Beatrice. <laughs> so short rest, people can regain any short rest stuff. They can uh, they can use as many hit dice as they like. Uh, any other short rest features like Song of Rest. Yeah, I think Full um, will do the Song of Rest. Um, just pull out his lyre and just like, he definitely like takes a moment to like try to focus on his magic before he does it. He actively trying to do this healing magic. And I think once everyone gets an extra D6. Yes. With their uh, hit dice. Yeah. So remember for each hit dice that you use, you also get to add your constitution mod. Ah. Uh. Something that I often forget myself. Um, so, I think both Dragon Baits and Artists are going to use eight each. Um, this is so much maths I wasn't prepared to do. <laughs> yeah, same. Um. But yeah, so is there anything people would like to do during their short rests? Okay. Um, um, I'll... Conrad. I'll say that um, Conrad doesn't want to be in a tiny room again, so he's just going to, while he's still a spider climb, he probably just didn't say anything when he rejoined the party, I guess. Um, but he'll then immediately um, go back out of the gear and he's going to climb up the wall and sit on the top of it. Okay. That's where he's going to take his short rest. Yep. Okay. So there we go. Uh, you do see that there is a, another corridor that isn't, exact, isn't necessarily accessible from here to the south. Um, this this one you would recognize as having some sort of uh, you would recognize that there was a shape representing a room going down in the in the pattern that was okay yeah al almost like sort of like pie without the joining um yeah I remember seeing the that. joining yeah it's like, like a weird pie symbol yeah. yeah okay so he just checks over his notes for that I guess yeah. but that's what he'll do. Um, uh, Sevia, you were going to say something as well. Um, Sevia is just very awkward and tired and looks like shit. Uh, she watches uh, Conrad leave and she is going to just look around a bit and then is going to go after Conrad, but she can't climb the wall, so she's just kind of standing there looking up at him and goes, Hello? <laughs> He's just standing up on the ceiling with his hands on his hips. And then, like, like you can see, like, his, um, the, like, tips of his boots kind of just, like, on the edge of that as he looks down. Hello? Uh, you should rest. Uh... You've got me there. Uh, I just wanted to say, uh, was that you that stopped the poison? Yes. Yes. Um, yes, I uh, 
Well, I'm glad it dissipated. That's uh, very lucky. There's this little room that had a little switch to it in it. So I suppose that was controlling it. Well, it had pipes, so I blocked the pipes. So, yes. Thank you. No problem. That was good. You're doing a good job. Uh, mm. And she just smiles. <laughs> good. Well, I'm glad everyone is safe. That is all that uh, can be said of that, I suppose. So, um, good. Excellent. I am very tired of small rooms, so I will remain up here while we rest. That is understandable. Um, can I tell you one thing very quickly? He kind of like looked like he was about to move away from the edge and then he just like, the, the weight kind of falls down. Yes. You missed it. She suddenly looks very awkward. And then uh, she just, Conrad would hear like, Arr. and then after a second, she'd go, no, big words. Fall and I kissed. And then she would just look immediately at the ground. <laughs> I don't know about everyone else in the room, but artists and dragon bait look in your direction as you shout that loudly. <laughs> Well, it she's, like, chuckles. standing outside the door, so she can't see that anyone else can see. Fair. <laughs> Excellent. Um, <laughs> so, Conroe's like, you can't see him very well from where he, where he is, um, but he does sort of, like, uh, his footing kind of shifts a bit. He's like, oh... Is this a regular occurrence or one-off thing? Was it an accident? Um, it was on purpose. It is not a one-off. We're working on it. I see. Uh, Beatrice, you see, you see artist's mouth to you like, how do you kiss someone accidentally? Beatrice like, looks at him and sort of just sort of like shrugs. <laughs> it's, you know, you're tripping your mouth a touch. I don't know. <laughs> um, I see. It was like a longer pause. He's like, so I was right. You are entangled. How Not soon was time. this? Oh, well, yesterday? Yesterday. There was barely yes. any time. How? There was barely any time. You've just been in tiny, pokey rooms all the time. Well, life finds a way. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. Interesting. So you will continue to kiss, probably. A work in progress, as you say. Mm-hmm. 
Yes. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know. All right. Hmm. Well, you know, if I suppose it's good to give me a heads up if there's going to be any dis- general displays of action, affection and that what's that sort. So I do appreciate that, I suppose. Yes, I did consider that there's a considerable amount of awkwardness involved in many aspects of this. Uh, but I feel as a team and uh, with you as a uh, you are, uh, it was important that you know. Okay. Good. Yes. And also some uh, things have just occurred that have made me realize that uh, not telling people is maybe uh, bad and feels bad. But I have told you the person what? I felt is important to tell. So... Yes. Ha. Me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Looks quite uncertain from what you can see in the very strange perspective that there is. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see. All right. Well, good. Thank you for telling me, I suppose. Uh, thank you for hearing me. Yes, I'm very good at hearing people. Um, mm, not that sort. Okay. Oh. Mm. Um, good. Well, then I shall for certain remain up here while you rest. Yes. Yes. Have an enjoyable rest up there. Good. Have fun doing the mm. kissing thing. Not particularly my area of interest, but, you know, um, I know that others do enjoy that. So um, that's good. Yes. Yes. Uh, Give us a a jolly good yell if you are in need of any assistance. I am going to go find a bucket of water to stick my face in. Okay, I won't um, have a good I rest. I won't uh, detract to stop you from that then. Uh, have a good rest. And he's like, this form shifts away from the edge of the the ceiling. Uh, yep. Fall, who has like quite a decent passive perception, probably heard like at least some of this. Oh, I'm yeah. just like, yeah, looking at the others, like just like who are reacting to it, falls just like, there, like very like smug and proud, like yeah, yeah. like mouthing, like that's my girlfriend. Like, yeah, we kissed. Like everyone heard that because Sevia was yelling, <laughs> and I mean to be fair to her, she yeah. had to yell for it to be heard up on the roof. But yeah, everyone heard that. Well, they're a proud little. <laughs> Yep. Sevia comes back in, probably immediately sees how everyone else is looking, (laughs) and then just blushes very, very deeply, like her whole face is much darker, and then uh, she almost pointedly, like, 
you, she, you can kind of see her go, no, courage. And then she goes and sits next to Fall and looks like, yes, I can do this. <gasps> and Fall, you hear a voice in your head say, yes, now you can kiss her with pride. <laughs> yes. Beatrice. Nods and then holds Savia's hand. Beatrice. <laughs> <laughs> Beatrice sort of looks over and like just cocks an eyebrow and like head to the side and then looks over at Artis and just like at <laughs> Yeah, he returns the shrug. <laughs> All right. So, assuming there's nothing else other than potentially making out that people want to do during the short rest. But we are not kissing in the short rest. <laughs> not in public. Why not? You have before. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I may have no fear, but I respect Celia's <laughs> concerns. That's a good date, mate. That is. Uh. So... <laughs> No kissing. Awkward, blushy hand-holding. Thank yes. you. Good night. All right. Maybe a little risque interlaced fingers. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, so short rest comes to an end. And, yeah, you can... Uh, it comes to the matter of what is in this room. So there's the five wardrobes, each of them with a different carving made in the door. Um, and then there is the portcullis leading north with the uh, the five gems uh, inlaid above it. Anyone would like to observe anything closer, I can give you details. Uh, Beatrice will wander around the room and uh, have a closer look at the, what was it, teak cupboards or whatever they are? Yeah, the Cabinets. wardrobes. Wardrobes. Yes. That's it. Um, They're made of wood. Yes. Okay. So, uh, let's, let's start with, does it say which is which? Um, so, uh, so there is, so going through them, um, there is one that has a scene, uh, with dust and smoke that, uh, no, that's for when, so there's one depicting a scene, um, of an army of orcs clashing with an army of hobgoblins. Um, another depicts a scene of a green night hag with swaddled human infant in her arms. Another uh, depicts the face of an ornate clock. A fourth depicts twisted, screaming humanoid faces wrapped in chains. And the final depicts ghouls gnawing on bones. Well, these are all quite morbid. Different atmosphere to the last tapestry we saw. 
Yes. Little bit anyway. Um, does this image, uh, so does this imagery resemble any of the stuff from the Kubazan room in like style or like artistic uh, no. ability? Okay. No. Does it appear to be depicting anything Sevia maybe has heard about in legend or read about? Um, in the same way she knew some stuff about Barovia. Roll uh, me a religion check. Ooh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, shit, my religion's really good. <laughs> yeah, knowledge clerics. 30. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, so these all... And you can tell from the background combined with the figures in the foreground of the carvings seem to depict uh, various um, planes, various outer planes. So there is what, so um, the one depicting an army of orcs, an army of hobgoblins, uh, seems to depict Asheron. Uh, the one with the grinning night hag seems to depict Gehenna. Um, the door depicting uh, the clock. Mechanus, uh, the the twisted screaming humanoid faces wrapped in chains uh, seems to depict the nine hells, and the one depicting ghouls gnawing on bones seems to depict the shadow fell. There's no apparent clear connection that you can draw between all five of these. These wardrobes appear to be depicting different outer planes like a morbid version of Mordenkainen's stained glass windows something odd to have here in a tomb interesting yes so do they contain anything uh Beatrice will want to investigate for any traps on the doors of the wardrobes. Yeah. See whether there's anything that's going to trigger anything. All right. Roll me an investigation check. Twenty. Wait. 23. 23. So you go over all the wardrobes. There does not appear to be any sort of mechanical traps um, laid within them. All right, then. Let's see. I wonder if it's like a little portal to these planes in there. But anything past this place. Yeah. Uh, I guess uh, Full will open the door to with the cl ornate clock on it. All right. That Looking is the least threatening. It is the safest of the planes. Um, mm. So, as you open it, enormous interlocking gears and cogs stretch as far as you can see. Suddenly, a spherical uh, construct with spindly legs and small wings tumbles through the open doorway. Can I get everyone to roll for initiative? Oh, <laughs> uh, no. 
just you don't necessarily have to attack just if it's just for um just for if anything happens 13 13 11 11 21 21 7 7 um and we'll keep these initiative rolls for any uh, any other things that happen in this room too, just because it's all essentially the one big thing. Uh, so 23. Um, um, so all right. So, uh, Dragon Bait One Initiative, he's not going to do anything necessarily, he's just going to. Um, he's going to hold an action to attack if the monodrone, uh, approaches him in a threatening manner. Beatrice. Um, Beatrice is sort of going to step back at looking and look at it and go, uh, hello, can you talk? Okay. And just wait. Okay, so um, this is the monodrone's turn. Um, it is going to attempt to run back into the wardrobe, um, but is rebuffed and just bounces back and just spends its turn trying to do that. You poor thing. Conrad, is there anything you're doing? Probably not. He's just gonna stand and observe, I guess. Okay. Artis is gonna hold cautious. Fall. Uh fall kinda like bend down next to it and like use minor illusion to make like a little I don't know, like a little cartoon mouse or something on the floor for it to like follow, see if it will follow it. Be like, Oh hey, do you you wanna go back in, right? Follow the mouse. Um, it doesn't seem to understand you. Okay. Um, uh, Sevia, anything you're going to do? Uh, same as Conrad, she's just observing. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, she's going to try and see when it bounced off. Was there any kind of magical field? Um, a slight one. Slight one. Um, roll me an arcana check. Okay. Nat one. Which totals? Which... 14. 14. The, the portal seems imperfect somehow. Okay. Yeah, remember, uh... natural ones aren't automatic failures on skill checks, so... I know. Um, I think there's something wrong with the portal. I don't know if it can go back. Oh, four. I just noticed you're in the slime there. Oh, uh, yeah. So. Oh, that was not uh, intentional. I just moved four because we oh, haven't moved anything. Four. So that okay. was me. So four probably okay. hasn't gone through the slime. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's okay. the slime. Considering four opened the right. door. Yeah, yeah. Do we. 
Do we want to try one of the other doors? And no. Beatrice is actually going to bend over and try to talk to it again, and she's basically going to go through a few different languages that she knows to see whether it seems to have any spark of recognition. Nope. I know you don't speak its language. Ah. Well, I suppose. Although if this came out of that, I don't want to see what comes out of the others. I don't know about you guys. They look a little more dangerous. Hmm. Hmm. It appears to be a portal of some kind. I'm not certain of its use. Car just gonna keep looking around the room, I guess. Okay. Yes. What? What use of one-way portals? To bring things here. But why? Why drain other realms when they're already draining everything else? Perhaps they can't get what they need from here and have to get it from other realms. Oh, I guess the lich just wants, like, more things to feed on. Everyone roll mm. me an intelligence check. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. 4. 15. Sevia? 24. Beatrice? 21. It occurs to all of you that the gems, the red gems atop the uh, the portcullis, are sh are drop shaped, almost evocative of drops of blood. So portcullis, whereabouts is it? It is that northern uh, entrance. The northern the entrance. Yes. Mm. Okay. That's currently closed, I imagine. Yes. Yeah? Okay. Yes. Oh, okay. So. Oh. This is a puzzle to get out. I have a horrible feeling here. I also have a horrible feeling. And if it's right, I think I'd prefer to test it on one of the other doors that maybe I have a more uh, threatening vibe to them. I think I agree with you. Let's open one of the others. Uh, what what do you want? Do you want what? the the orcs and hobgoblins, the the hag, the um the humanoid in chains, or the ghouls? The the hobgoblins. Hobgoblins. Okay, so as you open this door, dust and smoke billow from the wardrobe, and the air around you sounds out with the roar of battle. Beyond the doors, armies fight under a blood-red sky that has an iron cube floating in it like a huge distant moon. Clouds of ash suddenly fly out of the wardrobe, transforming into screaming orcs before your eyes. Um... All right, and they will automatically roll initiative as I drag them into the combat tracker. And they will show up once they do. All right, so uh, 
Yeah, so many, many orcs are now in the room. Seven orcs. Oh, there, that's a lot more than I was expecting. Seven orcs and a war chief. That's more than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, top of initiative is Dragon Bait, uh, who is probably going to charge forward and two attacks against the front orc. Um, those are probably both going to hit. Um, uh, so that is. Yep, those are both going to hit. He does... What is it? Um, so, 1d8 plus 5. Uh, so, 10 points of slashing damage. Um, against that first orc. Um, and then the second attack is eight points of damage. Th- so in two strikes, Dragon Bait takes out the first orc. Um, Beatrice, you'll go. Beatrice runs up with her uh, sword in hand and goes for the war chief. Yep. Actually, Dragon Bait would have taken a step forward to, um, ready to engage the War Chief, which will mean that you get your sneak attack. Thank you. Um, and as as will you, if you go for the War Chief and he's still up, Conrad. As she runs to him, she also, uh, bonus action Slayer Prey. Alright. So... Going to be... Ooh, that's like a uh, 26 to hit. 26 suddenly hits. That's fine. 21. 21. Alright. Still standing. And she's going to slash at him again. Which is going to be another... That's a nat 20. Alright. The max plus... Max plus the dice roll. Um, so that's... So the max is nineteen, and then ten. Okay, so twenty-nine. Twenty-nine. Uh, so the war chief is shaky but still standing. Um, next is the monodrone. It's. Intelligence check for it. That's cocked. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me just double check what this uh, Aboleth slime does. Okay. Yep. 
Alright, so it is going to... It's, it's going to get into a position to try to make a run into the portal, see if that makes a difference. But that unfortunately means that it does walk through the slime. Taking five points of psychic damage, which is its hit points exactly. And it turns to dust. As you all note, uh, except for Sevia, because her back's probably to it. Um, and her passive perception is lower, that the, um, that one of the five gems lights up. Well, that answers that one. Indeed it does. Uh, Conrad, it is your turn. Uh, so Conrad kind of, like, um... The second that Beatrice kind of just like strolls over, it's like, let's try this one, just throws open the door and like a bajillion um, orcs pop over, uh, pop out. Crow's like, are you, are you, and then he like says something like in Seratin, which is just like it's a very dirty swear word <laughs> that Paul might understand. And he's like, oh, well, I've been waiting for something, to, some kind of fun, I suppose. And he's going to drive him away, fray. I can't actually get to the Orc War Chief unless I do a huge out scooting around there, so I'm just going to go to the closest yep. Orc. You, still, you still get sneak attack because both Beatrice and Sevia yeah. are within range. Cool. So that is... Um, my apologies, just one moment. If you, if you take this one out in one, um, you might even be able to step in and get your second attack off against the War Chief. Yeah, we'll see. Um, so it's a 25 to hit. 25 um, suddenly hits. Yep, so it's D8. It's a full 8, so 16 uh, piercing damage full up. And yep, then that's enough attack. to take it out. Oh, there we go. So oh. <laughs> that's, that's before you sneak attack. Save the sneak attack to the War Chief. Oh, okay, I could do yeah. that. Cool. Yeah, um, it's one attack on your turn, so... Alright, so then I will move in, but I presume it would give me attacks of opportunity from the other orcs? No, because you're not moving out of their... You're oh, not moving okay. out of their range. I attack the war chief. War chief. Okay. Um, or I try to. Um, so that is a, an 18 to hit. 18 does hit. Okay, cool. Uh, so that's a five plus eight. Um, yep. So that number. So um, that's thirteen plus your sneak attack, which is three d six. So two, three, so five, one. So six sneak attack. Six. Uh, sneak. I re I'll re-roll that last one actually because I have pierce. Ah yes. Um, that is a six. Excellent. Okay. So uh, so that 11. makes it eleven. It's a yeah. shame you have Piercer, because otherwise it would have been 69 total damage up to this point. Oh, um, alas. A pity. I'll take it. <laughs> there we go. Um, um, and that's what he does. All right. Uh, Artis is going to sidestep next to you, Fall, uh, for a clear shot. And he's going to... Actually, you know what? He's going to... I'm going to try to do something cool with him. Um, he's going to make it... Note, noting that you guys are doing fairly well with the war chief, he's gonna make his way inwards. So he's gonna get the one on that far corner first. That is going to hit. Uh, will he do enough damage to take him out though? That will be the question. 
Uh, he won't. He doesn't have the modifier to do it. He has his power through multi-attack. Uh, so that is five uh, points of damage. Plus, that's also going to hit. So that's five. Uh, so, six, seven, so 14. Then three misses. So he does 14 damage. The... Um, yeah, so he just failed to take out that orc. 14 hit points of damage he did. It's standing on one hit point. It's basically just standing there swaying. And unfortunately that third arrow just would have hit, except the sway kind of happened to move right out of the arrow's path. Um, Fall, it is your go. Um, okay, so Fall is kind of just like, uh, plan, idea, wait, oh, okay, attacking. And he's just going to run um, around the slime. Glorious battle! Oh, yes! And uh, we'll do a flurry of blows on Orc 2. Orc 2, okay. Uh, 17 to hit. 17 Strike hit. to the neck. And that will be... A 14 damage. 14 damage, okay. Yeah. It's still standing, but it's like... The, the two of them, like, like a pair of metronomes in sync, are just swaying back and forth. Oh, gosh. Um, so Second then attack. I'll just... I'll just go to, like, knee it in the gut. Uh, that's... Oh, that's a 12 to hit. Okay, that misses. I pull... Wait. Yeah, that just misses. Yeah. Yeah. So it it sways out of the way of your knee. <laughs> just like the other one did with Artis's arrow. Oh, no. So I'm gonna, like, kind of, like, hold my stuff, like, horizontally and just go, a jab. And I got a net 20. Nice. Nice. <laughs> On the worst, fairly, yeah. On, on the orc with one hit point. Oh, come but on. But a nat 20 is a nat 20. A nat 20 is a nat 20. Actually, you know what? For the nat 20, I'll say, because of the way you narrated that and this works, you just jam that staff into it and it knocks the one next to it as well. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Sweet. Uh, so that is... So two for uh, the price of one, and you still have one unarmed strike left. 17. Yes. 17 damage plus um, a roll. I always get so confused with the maths of an at 20. Um, I, mean, I mean, it doesn't matter. You took them both out. I took them both out. They were oh, both on yeah. one hit point. <laughs> Fantastic. That's okay, why they were so swaying. Sweet. Then I guess I'm going to run over to the, uh, the chief. Yep. And do my final a kick to the knees. All right. Uh, that is a twenty-one to hit. Twenty-one certainly hits. Fantastic. So that will be seven damage. Seven damage. All right. He's he's still quite shaky, but not quite out yet. Uh, it is his turn. Um, Um, uh, he is going to 
if there's not much he can do, he's just going to fight to the death because he is from Gehenna. Uh, no, he's from Asheron, um, the plane of endless warfare. Um, and so he is going to do... You know, the people who have hurt him most are Beatrice and Conrad, so he's going to do one on each. So Beatrice first. Uh, that's a natural two. And Conrad, that's a natural four. <laughs> so, so his shakiness kind of puts, puts him off. Um, and it is Sevia's turn. There are three grunts and one war chief left. Okay. So, uh, just to, uh, Sacred Flame on the one immediately next to her, but yeah, Sevia would have. Yep. So that's a death Seen save. these orcs material. Yeah, uh, 15. Sevia would have immediately seen all these people. Rolled that on the dice exactly. What is the. What's the. Oh, what's the DC? 15. 15. 15. Let me. And what type of save is it? Dex. Dex. So it's a 16 total. But I have potent cantrip, so they're still going to take half damage. Yes. All right. Um, so that is a 13 altogether, so down to six. Yep. But, uh, yeah, she just saw everyone run into combat. And she's like, what? Ah! And almost lets off the <laughs> second play, <I'm> like, <laughs> ah! Um, it is the orcs' turns. Uh, Orc 3, the only one it can really reach is, uh, Conrad, from where he is. So he's gonna swing his great axe at Conrad. That is a 20 to hit. That does hit. Just 20 exactly, yeah. Um, yeah, so that is, uh, oh, I rolled high on the dice there. That is 14 points of slashing damage. Okay, it bears down on him. Yeah, just as yeah. growling and swinging the great axe down. Too fast and too powerful for yeah. him to dodge. Uh, yes, yes, certainly. Uh, Orc four is. I'm gonna I'm gonna roll for it to determine whether it's gonna go for for Conrad or Beatrice as the two people, or four as the three people in its vicinity. Uh. It's going to go for fall. So, that is... Uh, 16 to hit, which I believe misses. That misses, and I'm going to do a thing that I've never gotten to do before. Oh. I'm going to do tipsy sway, so I'm going to redirect his attack to hit the uh, the chief instead. All right. So, does he have to roll, or is it... No, it's just have... if he misses me, I can spend a key point, and he's going to hit the chief. Does does it need to already meet the AC of the the target, or it's just it hits? It just says it, it hits. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will. So kind of shoves. Yeah. Uh, I will say it is unlikely, but entirely possible that this could be the thing that takes out the chief. <laughs> uh, it's not happening. Uh, it's. But he's, the chief is really shaky now as, as this axe bears down into him. Um, and the final orc is going to attack 
it's gonna be between Actually you've you've actually attacked him, Sevia, so uh, it's gonna go, try to go for you. That's a nat 20! <laughs> Sorry. Cool. Uh, so that is already 15 before the dice roll. Plus okay. 6. So 21 points of slashing okay. damage you take. Um, so... Which That's means fine. you have now taken 69 points of damage. Currently. Hey. Um, yeah. Uh, hmm. All right. So, uh, next is Dragonbait, who is going to swing for the war chief twice. That's going to hit. Mm, that one's going to hit as well. So. These combined, yeah, that's going to be enough to take out the war chief. Um, so the war chief collapses under the weight of dragon baits to blade attacks. Um, what does it smell like right now, Darby? Uh, this, this weird, rough smell of like blood, sweat, ash, the aboleth sm- slime. Just really unpleasant. Gee, dragon bait! My gosh. <laughs> um, oh, just in general. Uh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to pick out what dragon bait's particular scent is under. <laughs> yeah, through all, all of, that. All oh of boy. The the scents going on at the moment, uh, and he's just going to step in. Uh, actually, no, he's not to give artists uh, a kind of path. He's actually going to go around and step beside Sevia. Um, next is Beatrice. Uh, Beatrice is going to step up next to the, uh, orc next to, uh, Conrad. Yeah. Won't do it. Um, she's going to slash it in with her sword twice. Okay. Roll so. to hit. Hmm. So, the first one's a 25. That'll suddenly hit. And the second one's a 26. That will also hit. So just do the damage separately, because the second one might actually hit the next one a The lot, next one, yeah. Depending on how much damage you do. Conrad is on deck, followed by Artis. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. Yeah, so so that definitely takes that out. That orc out. Uh, and yeah, so you're able to basically take a step forward and swing at the next one. And the next one is a 13. 13 damage? Damage. Okay. So it's still standing, but it's quite shaky. Um, all right. Uh, Conrad, 
There are two orcs in front of you. One is really shaky. The yep, other is we'll somewhat damaged. I'll attack that one first. Yep. Um, so... Oh, actually, hang on, sorry. Um, yes, I am going to... Yeah, sorry. Um, I'm actually going to uh, first... Uh, I'm going to attack, but I'm also going to cast Green Flame Blade. Okay. So I'm going to attack the main, um, the unhurt, the unhurt. Orc. Okay. Yep. Um. So first, I'll roll a hit. Oh, um, I I know why you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so that's a dirty twenty to hit. Yep. That'll hit. Hits. Uh, so it's a D eight, which is a seven plus eight. Um. So. Does the damage not go up on that initial one at eleventh level? Uh, for the green flame blade. Is it oh, just... I'm, I'm just I'm just rolling my okay. um, my rapier attack first. Uh, ah, yes, uh, the rapier damage, which is a D8. Um, so it's a seven plus eight, um, so fifteen um, damage 15. already. Oh. Um, <laughs> and then the green flame blade is um, uh, what's it called? So that's two D8 damage, I believe. Yeah, two two D8 uh, fire damage on. Which is five and eight, so I presume it's dead by this point. Yeah. And then um, the this, uh, fire from that leaps over to the next orc that was damaged, um, and it takes damage equal to my spellcasting modifier, which is a seven. So seven fire damage on that orc. Yeah, which is, again, enough <laughs> to take it out. Cool. I killed both of those orcs in one fell swoop. Yep. <laughs> and you technically still have a second attack, which you can't yeah. really use on anything unless you want to be a dick to one of so your he allies. So he kind of just like turns around, just like just uselessly like gets at the rest of that edge. He just like swishes around his little swords like, hmm, Charles play. All right. Love Beatrice, Beatrice uh, looks back up at the um, the gems above the portcullis. Second gem lights up. Well, that confirms it. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, and Alice will probably say, so, which one next? That's a very good question. And that's where we're going to leave this episode. Okay. <laughs> no worries. Catch you next yeah. week. See you, See you next, next week, week everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>